Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Yes, indeed. It is the Get Right right here on 105.3 The Fan. My name is Reginald Atatula. That is the three-time Hall of Famer, Chris Arnold. Got you down. Thanks for rolling with us on a Tuesday evening in the Metroplex. We got you for one more hour on this program. Uh, You can always get involved by texting in to the truckwreck.com text line, 877-881-1053, which folks have done from the 678. They say, gents, just turning on the show tonight. America's team is not a label or title that gets moved around. It's not up for grabs. It's the Cowboys nickname. Uh, So I appreciate you. Appreciate you texting in. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's a nickname that has been earned over time, and I think it speaks to a very particular way that the, the Cowboys are beloved all the way across this great land. Just a question as to, like, could that shift at some point? Because yeah. I'm never so bold as to believe that what is right now will always be forever. Correct. And so, you and know. Kansas City's in position. We're not saying that they are, they have the legacy yet. But my goodness, they are extremely popular right now. And Cowboy fans are really mad at their team for not getting past Green Bay. Yeah. And, and we're not talking about, oh, just this one year. It's a been no. a few. It's been futility since the twentieth century. Yeah, it's it, it has been. But regardless, I think I I truly do believe the Cowboys remain America's team at the very least for the time being, and I I don't imagine it shifts for at least a generation. Now, talk to me in a generation and see like you mean what, the twenty second century? No, not not a century, but like a generation. So another 10, 15, 20 years, and that you know okay. the time for uh, another group of children to grow up, and maybe parents pass on the Cowboys, or maybe parents say, hey. Let's get you out of here and have you with a team that might actually, you know, do the things that you want, especially with mm. the cynicism that people have with these Dallas Cowboys. Speaking of the Cowboys, tomorrow 2 o'clock, you can hear it right here. That, that, that is the first of your headlines on this fine evening. Uh, Mike Zimmer, who is officially going to be the defensive coordinator of your Dallas Cowboys after what felt like a whole ass week of uncertainty between trying to get a deal done that has been done and thus he will be introduced tomorrow afternoon 2 p.m. Central Time, and you'll be able to hear the press conference right here on 105.3 The Fan uh, at the start of the G-Bag Nation. So, yeah, turn it on, leave it on to your home of the Dallas Cowboys 105.3 The Fan, and you'll be able to hear that, right? You'll absolutely be able to hear yes. what I'm is a, happening I'm say once with again, Mike Zimmer. What I love about what he's going to bring is two things. He's going to bring some toughness, which you need in the land of affluenza, Frisco, the star property itself, where players, unfortunately, like the rich kids, you know what I mean? Somebody's got to shake them up. So you got the good cop, bad cop with Mike McCarthy being the good cop. And there's Mike Zimmer. He can be the bad cop. But Jerry and Steven know him well, and they know his personality. So he's like family then. The second thing is this guy has beaten on a regular basis the Kyle Shanahan coaching tree. And that's the gauntlet you've got to go through if you're going to go to the Super Bowl. 
So I like the fact that whatever he's going to deal with this year as far as his, uh, the roster is concerned, I think he knows a way of getting it done. He's got a history. Yeah, and I know that there's some people that absolutely believe his demeanor is also going to matter. In That's this. what I said. It's the number one thing. A huge, a Good huge, cop, huge bad way. cop. That's right. Um, some other headlines on this evening in the Metroplex. I actually did want to mention this. Um, well, first of all, I should start with the fact your stars get a win. Four to two on this evening. They remain atop the Central Division, beating the uh, Carolina Hurricanes. And they'll be off to Nashville on Thursday to face off against the Preds um, as they, you know, continue on in this season after the All-Star break and two-game win streak. Mm -hmm. Where they're at right now, can they make it three on Thursday? We will see. Um, I found this to be very interesting as, you know, we are gearing up for the 2024 baseball season. Yes, sir. Pitchers and catchers report for your Texas Rangers tomorrow. Tomorrow. You will see uh, the opportunity to get this thing going on, uh, you know, uh, attempt at going for two Mm -hmm. for your Texas Rangers. Um, But with this new baseball season, obviously you have a new look and our MLB jersey this year. Fanatics, uh, you know, the company that, mm-hmm. you know, has a lot of merchandise and things uh, is now the um, maker of these jerseys. Partner with Nike. They are partnered with Nike, but there but, is a clear distinction and yeah, difference in the quality and the buddy. make of these jerseys. And a lot of fans are seeing them and saying that they Mm-mm. look cheap. In fact, Mm-mm. players are seeing them mm-hmm. and saying they're looking cheap. Um, I know that Miles Mikolas, um, I uh, was saying something similar um, in the locker room. He said that they don't fit right. Also, when it talks, when you talk about the construction, um, he said the pants are no longer customized and the fabric is different in consistency. His quote specifically was, "They lo- or another player said, they look cheap. And some of that is because they're no longer embroidered. It looks like they're heat transferred. Mm-hmm. So it almost looks like they look like jerseys, right? They look like the jersey shirts in a way. Let me tell you something. Several players were quoted as saying, who made this S? I mean, <laughs> that is that is basically where they are at this <laughs> point. Yeah. And so you're seeing distinctions. Also, another thing that's very different, the, the numbers and name plates are smaller on all of these jerseys, it seems. And so those oh, are things that are work. oddities that'll now that are happening. Work. But, yeah, it, it, it definitely – and we'll see this as you continue to see more of these jerseys, right? And the 2 and 4 mentions that Fanatics is licensing Nike's logo to put on the jersey. So it's not technically a Yeah, but, I mean, you're seeing you're seeing what has made Fanatics um, so popular, the ways in which they've been able to, you know, put out stuff. But there's always been kind of these claims about their quality, and you might be seeing that with baseball jerseys this upcoming season. Especially if you get out and want to buy yourself, you know, some replicas or some um, mm-hmm. some fan some fan apparel. Just understand the quality might not be exactly the same. Are you saying they got these these jerseys at Ross? Well, I mean, why they, are you looking at me like that, Ross? I'm not talking about you personally. They might have gotten at the, the Ross Trust for less. It's possible. Uh-huh. It is possible that that is where they got the jerseys. Um, and you know what? <laughs> Not I, I look. I why might. Playing, I might have been happier if why, they got it at the Ross Dress I have slid, slid into Ross and got a couple of things myself. <laughs> As we continue to give you your headlines on this evening in the Metroplex, how about this? 
I, I don't know. Do you recall that Tiger Woods was no longer working with Nike? Yeah, they broke it off. I couldn't believe it after all these. After years. After all these years, Nike, uh, you know, breaks off their relationship with Tiger Woods. What seemed to be something that you would imagine would be a lifetime de- uh, I mean, deal. That's the first thing he did when he turned pro was sign with Nike. Now there's some apparel. Uh, there's an apparel deal that he has done and has been mm-hmm. uh, made note of that he will be working on a brand of clothing line in partnership with TaylorMade. It will be called Sun Day Red. Red, and it has like kind of a stylized tiger on it, obviously alluding to his Sunday Red jersey. When he's in the hunt. Absolutely, when he's playing in tournaments, uh, or I said jersey shirt, rather. Um, but yeah, I, I'm kind of interested to see how people will, you know, get into this and maybe buy this, mm-hmm. because... I mean, Tiger Woods is a huge name in golf, and I know that there's a lot of people that have really enjoyed his Tiger Woods brand when he was with Nike. In fact, I worked in retail at one point when he won that Masters, mm-hmm. right? Like The last one? The last one mm-hmm. coming back. That uh, particular Sunday red that he had with the particular collar, mm-hmm. people came in is that right? looking for that particular shirt wow. in droves. But I do wonder, does that still main, is that still just words, because of the winning, or is it... Will they just will they flock to it because it's Tiger regardless? You know what? Uh, I'm not gonna say he has to win another major to do right. it. Right, but if he wins a tournament, he's got to be relevant. It's all about how relevant are you. We we know he's a brand. We know he's big time. We know he's a legend. But are you relevant? I mean, he's gonna be out there on the tour, but he's not gonna play that many tournaments because you know he's a little older. But the fact that maybe he's in the hunt one of these tournaments and. Like I said, it could be a major, another U.S. Open. You just never know. He might. I think he might win another Masters before he wins any other tournament because that's his backyard. He, yeah, he, he knows that thing backwards. Yeah, it just, it just feels like the body is not going to hold up in such a way exactly. for him to be able to do it, to be completely honest. Um, as we continue to get you your highlights on this, um, someone said, let me see the price of the Sunday Red first. Well, to be honest, it fits in line with what we talked about. Everything, everything costly around these parts, man. Uh, but, yes, continuing on your highlights or your headlines, rather, on this Tuesday evening, college football playoff and ESPN have agreed to an extension of their TV deal. It's a six-year extension. Hold on, hold on. Don't say it yet. Don't say what the price is. I'm going to tell everybody what it was. Okay. They had been paying $600 million a year. Okay. And now you can tell them what they're... It is now six years, $7.8 billion, billion. with a B dollar extension um, to make ESPN the exclusive network home of the 12-team tournament that starts uh, uh, th- rather through uh, the 2020 uh-huh. uh, the 2031-2032 season. Of course, that starts next season as the expansion has happened. No longer is it simply a 14 playoff. It is now 12-team 12. 12 playoff. So there's a lot of games that are involved there, mm-hmm. which is part of why you see this money go up. But this means that it stays on ESPN. There's not going to be any Fox involvement. Nope. There's not going to be any any no moving around. No, no, no Bally. No CBS involved <laughs> uh-uh. here. Uh-uh. It no is Fox. simply going to be ESPN. No ABC at night. Getting all of well, maybe they might the put games. it on ABC every now and then. Well, yes, ABC obviously with that same company, and I imagine they probably will. Uh-huh. Um, we saw that especially when the writer strike was going on, and they were uh-huh. looking for content. They're like, let's just put these games on here. And I do wonder if the if the executives looked up and they were like, oh yeah, that's right. Uh, live live sports does numbers. This is a good thing to have. So let me tell you what the blowback's going to be. What do you think? You know, you got the Power Five conferences, so to speak. Yes. But the Pac-12 really not a Power Five anymore. 
there's going to be crazy realignment and they're going to have to figure out how to pay these players and they're going to have to figure out how to handle the wild wild west which is called the portal because there's way too much money at play way too much money at play now yeah i mean this is we've been seeing the too much money at play for since really tv came into college sports to begin with and it just goes up and up and now in addition to what you're saying because i think you're right you're also going to see it consolidated because one thing we know about the playoff it is going to is going to skew towards the big ticket conferences, and you say Power Five. I'm talking Power Two. That's what I'm saying. It's going to they're going to realign everything. It's going to skew towards the SEC. It's going to skew towards the Big Ten. Yep. Maybe you see some ACC love, some Big Twelve love, but remember that the way that this money transfers down is by participation, and we know the ways in which I or at least I think we have an idea and an inkling in the ways in which the college football playoff is going to kind of lean and do that, even though they do have the you know the agreement to try and have conference champions in there, whatever. But the at-large bids, those types of things, I have a strong feeling you'll see a lot of SEC, a lot of Big mm-hmm. Ten schools, and then that will just continue to have that money spread in a way, well, actually, the opposite of spread, kind of be consolidated in these silos of the big money programs to begin with. And I think we're seeing another step towards uh, college football or college sports in general, really, having the rich get richer and the others be in a place where they might be in no man's land, and this this continues to exactly. continues to get kind of crazy. So uh, it was another uh, just at the very least big time money in college football, and ESPN also boxes out um, more and more in the college sports space. You realize they have control over so many of like the championship situations mm-hmm. in college sports mm-hmm. outside of maybe like the NCAA tournament. Mm-hmm. It's the men's tournament because they have the women's tournament too. So. They're, they're owning a lot of this landscape here. There's a whole here. lot of money, and you can say, well, they're a student-athlete. I'm telling you, there is. If, if, if everybody who's stuck on the student-athlete thing and say, well, they need to be. It's real simple. Tell the colleges to stop taking TV money. You take the money off the gate, but that's not going to happen. That door is already open. Pandora's box is open again. Right now, they better figure out that portal because the portal is changing everything. You can't make I feel I feel bad for all the people involved because you can't promise every, NILs and portals. Is, I mean, they deserve it, but I'm just saying you got to control it better. Yeah, it's out of control. Well, you can't. You cannot. I don't know how to explain. You just it's just out of control. And part of the control is that they never really wanted to have a level of control Thank with you. the. I mean, you never had a, a strong enough governing body, no. and then also the governing body's strength has continued to wane in part because they've they've tried to keep the labor broke, and yep. that's that's not that's, really going to work over a long period century. of time. Yep, the NCAA so. is toothless. Well, uh, we continue to get your headlines on this evening. I want to hit you with this. Uh, we found out today that Raiders defensive end Janarius Robinson was charged with a DUI after an incident on the Las Vegas Strip. Uh, he was arrested and charged with a misdemeanor DUI after police received a call of an incident at a resort on the Las Vegas Strip, according to records from the LVMPD, Las Vegas Metro Police Department. Police were called to a resort after 6 a.m. on February 6th after a woman was struck by a car uh, and became oh pinned between two vehicles. A woman was taken to the hospital before uh, officers arrived. And according to police records, Robinson identified himself as the owner of the vehicle involved in the incident. And he said he was waiting for the officers to arrive. The officer wrote in the report that he detected a, quote, strong odor of alcohol, which then ultimately led to that misdemeanor DUI. Bottom line is you should have an Uber. 
or yeah. a taxi in Vegas. Yeah, I was like in Vegas, and to be fair, he Even does play for the there, Raiders, but it feels still, like if you, you're going out, it just feels so much you, easier. And you know you're going to be out past midnight. Come on, and all that traffic. Come on, man. It just feels so much, especially on the strip. Like on the strip. Like, on the strip. I don't know if you're in, in Vegas proper or if you're moving around with Henderson or whatever. If you're on the strip, it just feels like you should probably be in a, somebody should be driving you as yes. opposed to you driving yourself. I just find that mm-hmm. to be a fascinating thing uh, to see happen. Can I slide in a quick Kansas City note? Not not about the Chiefs, but the Royals have announced that they're building a brand new stadium in downtown. Kansas City. Yes. Yeah, that that is something that has uh, been a hope for them as right now they're, mm-hmm. you know, uh, Kauffman Stadium out there a little bit outside of the city um, yep. proper. Over there by Arrowhead. You're definitely seeing more of a want with, uh, with teams to get back into urban development and yes. also like the real estate of this all. Because not just a stadium, but then also can you develop around that uh-huh. with retail and those types of things. And so... There goes the the kind of constant wheel of development. It does kind of stink, though, that you have, and now Kauffman Stadium doesn't necessarily fit in this because that stadium has been there for a while, but it feels like you're getting this churn of stadiums being built when it feels like the old stadium is still sufficient and still works, but that's the way that it's going. My thing, ultimately, and I think a lot of people that listen to this program know my stance, pay for as long as you're paying for your own stuff, right? If you're not making mm-hmm. taxpayers pay for it, mm-hmm. if you're coming up out of your pocket as a rich person doing that, good for you but i kind of really hate it when it's like hey we are going to make the we need a stadium after 20 years and we're going to make the, the the taxpayer pay for it that ends up being real frustrating for me personally that is the model and that's what they've had for years i'm not saying this right but mm-hmm. it, it's always a shocker when a city doesn't have to pay a cent it never happens now they might pay half or they might pay a little bit i give arlington credit they actually paid off a couple of their stadiums and got some things built in other words there would be no globe life field if they had not paid off AT&T Stadium. Did you know they paid it off early? Which is, I mean, that's great. It's great to oh, no, have no, that I, paid I'm off. I'm not disfusing your argument. Yeah. I'm saying you're exactly right. Sure. They partnered with Jerry, but you're saying these owners have the right to move that, that team anytime they want and leave a team. By the way, keep an eye on this lawsuit. The city of St. Louis is about to beat the NFL in a multi-billion dollar lawsuit because yes. the Rams just left town and went back to L.A. And St. Louis is like, uh, no, they've been tying it up in court, but they it's like they're going to win. It's just a matter of when. Oh, and I did want to make note in, a, in addition to like the big time college football playoff money that mm-hmm. they got from ESPN. They also the board members are expected to vote on February 20th, a week from today on a model that would include the five highest ranked conference champions and then the next seven highest ranked teams for their 12 team playoffs. So the at large bid will be the next just highest ranked, ranked. teams outside of conference champion so in other words all the conference champions should be in there you go so those are some of your headlines on this evening in the metroplex it's the get right right here on 105.3 the fan coming up next time to do a little ca stories confidential okay so i've seen i've covered 28 super bowls i've seen <laughs> 28 half times usher where does it rank oh we're gonna debate this yes, next on 105.3 the fan it's the Get Right right here on 105.3 The Fan. Reginald Datatula here with you alongside the three-time Hall of Famer Chris Arnold. Got you down. Thanks for rolling with us on a Tuesday evening in the Metroplex, an evening in which your Dallas Stars get a 4-2 win over the visiting Carolina Hurricanes. Mm-hmm. So they get a, a big-time win, remain atop the Central, and will face off against the National Nashville Predators in Nashville on Thursday. Uh, right now, though, I do want to give you an opportunity to hear a little bit about CA Stories Confidential. 
All right. Appreciate you, Rich. Appreciate you, Ross. Appreciate all the Tolos. Allow me to tell, tell you some of these crazy stories happened to me over the last umpteen years since 1980. Yes, sir. Let's talk Super Bowl. Let's do it. I've covered 28 of them. That means I've seen 28 Super Bowl halftimes. Major props to our buddy Levi Weaver. Who yes. Beat writer for the Texas Rangers. Levi, uh, for well, the actually, athletic. He's, he's no longer beat writing for them, but he is writing the, uh, uh, what is it, a newsletter. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So he covers pretty much all the baseball he at this is point. A hell of a writer, incredible writer. He's an incredible writer, and he has wrote. He he's, he has written. They asked him to write a definitive list of the best Super Bowl halftimes since 1991. There's 34 of them, and I have to give him his props because, for those who don't know, Levi was previously accomplished singer, songwriter, musician who played approximately 1,000 shows in 43 states, 10 countries around the world. Yeah, traveled, toured. I've always liked, whenever I talked to Levi about stuff, it was always some music and it was always deep. Mm-hmm. And they asked him, where would you rank Usher's performance? And I'm bringing this up because Usher's performance in Las Vegas, I thought I was very happy with it. I was very, very, very happy with it. And I was very curious where Levi would put it. And I, again, I respect all of his lists because I said, I just really broke this down well. I love, you know, all these lists are subjective. That's right, why people absolutely. do love lists. Of course. And they and get I, the people going. Yeah, and I, and I got my favorites and stuff in there. And I was like, okay, where does mine compare to his and all that? And it was like, okay. So I, I was agreement on quite a few of those that he looked at on YouTube. Again, I've seen 28 of them. I was covering Super Bowls before they even had star performers. They had marching bands. That's how long ago. I, the first Super Bowl I ever covered was the Giants versus the 49ers. In the mid '80s, and they really, it really was like a bowl game. If you had a marching band, yeah, yeah, that's what it was. Right, they had marching bands. That's all they knew. And then Michael Jackson performed halftime at the Cowboys Bills game at the Rose Bowl. I was there for that one. That one was absolutely amazing. Michael set the bar. He transformed it because back then it was all you had was marching bands, and it was really, really good. It was, it was amazing. Thing. In fact, Cowboy players snuck out of the locker room early just to watch the end of that. We've talked about this on this station. Right. I've had him on the show. Yeah, I said, did you stay in the locker room? No, nah, man, we came out, man. We just had to. I can't blame him. Cannot blame, blame them either. one bit. That was that was not my favorite that was up there, though. And that wasn't Levi's favorite. That was up there, though. And for Usher, this is in Las Vegas. You and I were talking uh, to Lucius about this in the hallway. Yes, sir. I'm watching on TV. And I'm in a fraternity, Kappa Alpha Psi. And Kappa Twitter exploded because Usher had two Kappas dancing background with the Canes. And we just lost our minds because Usher's not a Kappa. But it was like, he's honorary now. I yeah, mean, at this he point. He represented. Right. And the brothers that were represented behind, they, they put on the show. Usher made this the ATL. Usher's from Atlanta. By the way, he was born in Dallas. Did you know that? Did not. I don't think I realized that. Okay, so back in the day, Usher comes to K-104 with his mom. And he tells us he was born in Dallas, and his mom said, he's a Parkland baby. Okay. Parkland Hospital. Well, there you go. Yes, and then Usher was on Club Shay Shay, and you know Shannon Sharp had to ask him, are you a Cowboys fan? <laughs> like, are you a Cowboys fan? He goes, <laughs> That little yes. list you did. It. You, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Shannon asked him that, and I said, yes, I've been a Cowboys fan my whole life because I was born in Dallas. So Usher is giving it, and he grew up in Atlanta. He he had little, as a little kid, he was in Tennessee, and then he moved to Atlanta. And he's from ATL, and he had that whole flavor, right? There was a lot of people. We were talking about this. The first 
part of his set, and it's only 13 minutes long. Yeah. It well, was, no, he he did 15. Okay, good. Yeah. 15 minutes long. It was more of his residency in Las Vegas, which is yeah. 30 years of his career. So there might have been some songs that weren't as crossover that people know. But anybody that follows Usher, they know those were the hits, right? And he had some special guests. He didn't get down with it for everybody who loved to party until the last few songs, including this one. That's when he turned it out with Lil Jon. And had Lil Jon did turned down for what? Right. And of course, he had Luda. Yeah, Luda Chris. Everybody was going crazy. He had Alicia Keys a little earlier. He had... uh, Will I Am, Will I Am ate a couple of biscuits because he had a little big, and he was wearing <laughs> big sunglasses and looked like a helmet, looked like he was a robot just about, but it was like, that was Will I Am because he was like, oh, oh my, oh my gosh, baby, <laughs> let me love you down. So Usher put on a hell of a show. I thought it was solid. I, like, I, I, I was it wasn't also- the best. It wasn't but it was solid. No, I also kind of noted the idea that it felt smaller, and of course, at the beginning, for sure- and in part because I think it was, I think he kind of utilized some of his residency. He's been doing that residency for years at this and, point. And making big money. He, he started doing that at the end of the pandemic. He was talking about this on Club Shay Shay. I highly recommend everybody go to YouTube and check it out if you like Usher. Because Shannon actually asked him a whole bunch of really, really good questions. So where did he, where did Levi rank Usher's show? He actually put it in between Lady Gaga and The Weeknd. Yes, yes he did. Lady Gaga's number 13, The Weeknd's number 11, so Usher would go number 12. I actually put it in my top 10. Okay. I put it in my top 10, but then I did not have Katy Perry in my top 10. He had Katy Perry, Lenny Kravitz, Missy Elliott, and Left Shark. Left Shark, that's right. <laughs> At number 10. I wouldn't have put them that high. He had didn't, Rihanna. Huh? I was, like, was Katy Perry the one that jumped in from the from the top of the building? No, that was, no, that was, that was Gaga. Gaga. That was Gaga, that was Lady right. Gaga. And he had her lower. I thought, and he don't get me wrong, I loved all of his reviews. It made sense to me. I just would rank him a little bit different. Sure. I mean, he it's said a matter left, of opinion. He said Left Shark uh, stole the show. And Missy, by the way, was a great surprise element. And Lenny Kravitz Lenny Kravitz. Absolutely. He has Rihanna ranked number nine. I have to give her number five. Rihanna. I just, I, I'm just a Rihanna person. Sure. The Beehive hates me. I think Beyonce is incredible. She's a better singer than Rihanna. I just like Rihanna's songs better. Yeah, that's, that's, not, just that's a matter of personal that's preference. Just, but the Beehive don't like that. They like the Swifties. You either in or you out. You can't say, but I like. No. So anyway, he's got Madonna, LMAFO, and Nicki Minaj, MIA, and CeeLo Green, number eight. I have them lower. He's got Shakira, Bad Bunny, and Jennifer Lopez, J-Lo, and Shakira, that was a show. You 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 rocked with that one. I rocked with it. He got him at number six. I ain't got no problem with that. He got Bruno Mars, who, who had brought out the Red Hot Chili Peppers at number tied at number six. I have Bruno ranked a little bit. I have him number. Four. Yeah, you 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 are you're a Bruno appreciator. Yes, I am. And I actually saw him in Las Vegas for New Year's Eve with my yes. wife and kids. And we love some Bruno Mars. Bruno put on a show, and and uh, Levi gives Bruno major props. He said he didn't even need the Red Hot Chili Peppers, and he didn't. Um, he's got. At number five, Michael Jackson. I got Michael Jackson at number three. He got Beyonce at number four down in New Orleans. And by the way, remember the second half of that show, or second half of the game, power went out. I do remember that. Yes. Beyonce. Yeah, absolutely. I didn't realize that was that long yeah. ago already. Michael yeah. Yeah. That something. Yeah, Tom moves, don't it? Yep, yep. So he got them at number four. He's got U2 at number three. 
And he mentioned that it was like six months after 9-11, and they did the perfect thing, the tribute and the songs of some movie. Now, I understand all that. Now, this is just me personally. I'm not a big U2 guy. I'm just not. I know Bono can really sing. And I know the Edge can play the guitar. But I swear his songs all sound the same to me. They just belted, he just belted them out. And again, that's just me. The U2 Hive can come after me. Is there a U2 Hive? No, I'm just saying. I was like, that, that, that feels like a, <laughs> I, don't I don't know, know. what they call them, but they <laughs> get me wrong. If there was a U2 Hive, like they, there's no doubt they had to die after randomly Apple put that one album on that's our right. phones. Oh, yeah, yeah. In the name of love. That's a good song. I'm sorry. I love, don't get, I know they're good songs, but they all blend in. <laughs> He's all yelling every song. No, all right, I feel the, the same way about Boston. From the 214. CA, mm-hmm. what's your number one? Okay, number two happened two years ago when you had the capital S O S I'm fresh N O O P D O G Y D O G C and Dr. Dre. Yeah. Kendrick Lamar, K K Dot, Mary J. Blige, and Eminem. That was a show. And and uh whatchamacallit, um, Levi's got that number two. And he and I both agree, because everybody agrees, the greatest halftime in Super Bowl history was this one. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to get through this thing called life. Well, let me oh, tell no, you. Y'all know that's Prince. Okay, so check this out. I'm down there at that game. Mm-hmm. It's in Miami. The whole week, beautiful weather. The day of the game... It starts getting cloudy. It's like, oh, no, it's not. There's a chance of rain, but you know Miami. Let's just move on. Right. No, it didn't. So what happened was this. The rain, it was getting misty, and it was cold. And the Colts were playing in that game. And this friend of mine, he's a really big Colts fan. And he's not some rich guy, but he got a limo. He said, man, we are going to party if the Colts win this game. We're going to party because I got the hookup, and I know different players. And I got this limo, and we're going to hit all of South Beach. And we got room for you. And I said, cool, let's do it. That was before the game started. Right. Okay, the press area in the in the Super Bowl is open air. You got a press box for all the writers, the beat writers for the teams and whatnot. And then they got, like, a whole section of just media. And they got everything you need, but they had they, – they did have us – they gave us some, like, some plastic raincoat kind of things. You know, look kind of, kind of. Uh, oh, like the ponchos. Put a poncho. Yeah, they gave us some ponchos. Yeah, but it was started, and then all of a sudden it started pouring. It was beautiful, and Prince put on a show, and it was absolutely amazing, and it was raining hard. And in fact, Levi has the quote: "If you see a docu- the documentary about that performance, they asked him. They said uh, the stage was slippery to begin with, and when it rained on it, the stage was treacherous. The producer of the show asked Prince." If he wanted to cancel the halftime for safety reasons. Sure. And he said, Prince answered his question with another question. Prince said, can you make it rain harder? Yeah, that, Prince, that's a challenge for him. And oh, a consummate yeah. performer. Oh, man. Right? Like, the, the performance itself was incredible. It was Absolutely gorgeous. Amazing. It was amazing. Right? But the thing that I immediately asked you when you brought this up, um, because I I I'm not like a super historian, but I, I know a little bit about a little bit. Mm-hmm. 
Um, every halftime performer has a an has, has an interview, a press the, conference a press before conference. The, during yep. the week. Mm-hmm. Prince, in being the you know different and odd and weird Prince that he is, he, he doesn't like to do interviews. No, he doesn't like interviews, and he definitely loves being different. He just did a performance. Did a performance, and I was like, "Wait, CA, you were were yep. you there for yep. that performance?" Mm-hmm. He just performed, and then that was it. And some of those old writers and stuff, they're like. What was that? And everybody else was like, damn, what a show. That was amazing. Because you, you guys were coming in expecting a just question a sit is, down, question I answer. Like, I was like, now, you know, I've interviewed Prince before on K-104. Yes, you have. And so I was like, okay, if he's talking, he's not going to talk very much. And maybe he's not going to take that many questions. And by the way, nowadays, I think they have a host ask questions. And the media is mm. just there for the whole thing. Got you. But, yeah, he... He just did a performance, and the Super Bowl halftime show was absolutely amazing. But the aftermath of all that was it never stopped raining. The second half was just raining. When the game was over, I'm interviewing the players and whatnot because you know I got to do, and I also got to do K104 the next morning morning show, right? Right. I was cold and wet and drenched, and my buddy coached one, and my buddy had the limo, but I had to get on the media bus to go back to the hotel. I could not get wait. My teeth were chattering. This is Miami, but it was January. My teeth were chattering. It's probably 40 degrees. It wasn't freezing cold, but it was cold. I could not wait to get in the shower, a hot shower, and then get into the freaking bed in the hotel. <laughs> so I did not party with my friend in South Beach after the Prince performance. I was like, Prince Mike dropped. That was enough for me. And that was the greatest halftime I have ever seen. Now, mind you, I have not seen, I haven't been to Super Bowl in years. Right. You haven't because, seen a lot of them yeah, in yeah, person in of late. Yeah, of late. But the 28 that I saw, 20 of them were pretty good. 20 of them pretty good. The Janet Jackson was also pretty good down there in Houston. The um, I can go on and on and on. Um, there were some others that was real good. Rolling Stone was pretty good. But Prince just, because nobody saw it coming. That was another thing. That, a lot of people had, they have kind of forgot about it. You know what I mean? That was, right. It, it was, I want to say it was like 2000, I'm guessing, because I've been there. So it was like a blur. It was like early 2000s. Was that 07? Might print? have been something like that. 07 or something like that. But it, it had been a while. If it was the year that uh, that you're talking about, Miami, when uh, the Colts were in it, that was 2006? 07. Yeah. yeah. February 4th, January, 2007. Yeah, the fourth. Bottom line was this. He still had it for those who thought he didn't have it no more. And, like, they must have forgot because when he did Purple Rain and it was, I mean, it was pouring rain. And then you had the fireworks going off, and it was just it was just insane. Because again, you could not predict that because all week long it was beautiful weather, just like in North Texas today. It was like 60, 70 degrees, beautiful weather, not a cloud in the sky, and then Super Bowl Sunday is like, what is this? So again, that's my list. It matches Levi's to a degree, but a little bit different. And Ursher, as they call him in the ATL, as as Luda calls him, Ursher with an R in there. That's right. Ursher, he showed out. There you go. And what you ultimately had him top 10, right? Had him top 10. There you go. Number That's 10. CA Stories Confidential. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the many halftime shows CA has seen with his own two eyes uh, covering many, many sports as the, the three-time Hall of Famer is wont to do. Appreciate you rolling with us on the Get Right right mm-hmm. here on 105 Through the Fan. One more segment. It's Final Call, and we do it next on the Fan. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours 
and great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. <laughs> How do you feel? It's the Get Right right here on 105.3 The Fan. Feeling good, feeling great. How are you? I'm Reginald Datatula. Right next to me, the three-time Hall of Famer, Chris Arnold. Got you down. Ross Lebensky on the ones and twos, keeping us sounding good, and you rolling with us. We appreciate you rolling with us. Um, and we appreciate rolling with you as from the 972. They said, been toloing all day, driving back from Atlanta. You guys topped off the nice trip. So all right. glad to be able to roll with you, Anytime. whether you're making a cross country trip or just a, a trip around the corner to pick up some eggs or what have you, anything in between. Mm-hmm. Love being able to hang out with you guys on an evening in the Metroplex here on the Get Right on 105.3 The Fan. Uh, so final call as a final segment of the night for you. Obviously, uh, to get you to 11, we'll get you some snacks. And then, of course, soon enough, uh, re- before you realize, Sean and RJ will be back on the air. But just want to recap a few things, including your Dallas Stars getting a win this evening. Four goals to two in favor of your Stars at the AAC against the Carolina Hurricanes. I know Mason Marshman scores one. Rope Hentz scores the first one. Yes. Jason Robertson, Matt yes. Duchesne, just a, a nice a nice uh, smorgasbord of goal scores for your stars. A Who's lot of in people goal? get involved. Um, Jake Ottinger, 34 saves. Um, That'll work. Nine, 94% save percentage mm-hmm. in this one. So it works for you. You get a win, and you are off to Nashville on Thursday to face off against the Predators. Of course, you still remain atop the Central Division. So all things good with the stars thus far. Um, it looked like a little bit of, you know, maybe some defensive struggles early, but ultimately get the win and on to Nashville, I guess, for your Dallas Stars. I'm kind of laughing because those young guns, uh, Alec Metford mm-hmm. and uh, Blake Elliott, they don't like to name the team from Nashville. Why is that? They don't like the Preds? <laughs> he says it doesn't mean it doesn't say it doesn't mean the same anymore. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's ways that, like I like you can get around it by saying the prayers if you need to. I just laugh at that. I feel like with you know, just you know, gotta find your just innovative ways jokes. to get to get through there. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Uh, I said y'all fresh out of college, right? Uh, how about this? This was a a note um, as we got people texting in before we get to that note from the two one four. I just left Walmart. There's about ninety five percent men inside scrambling to buy something for Valentine's Day. Oh yeah, Crack me up. Yeah. Uh huh. 
Well, and also, the, if you're scrambling, is Walmart? Well, I guess Walmart might be the only place that's really open. They can go to at Kroger tomorrow. Yeah, you can Kroger go to Kroger. have that, that, that refrigerator open for you. Kroger does a solid, solid they do a job. Solid job. Pretty solid floor they, is. Let me tell you but something. I really do hope if you're an avid listener of the Get Right, take care of small business. I tr- I've tried to give you a little bit of a heads up, make sure, and then also a little bit of a pro tip going to that florist. Mm-hmm. Just let them know what your budget is. Let them mm-hmm. know what your girl's favorite, you know, flowers are, what mm-hmm. have you, and just let them do, you know what I mean? Like, let them do them. Let them be creative and make something great. But at this point, you're a little late to that. You just need to get something. Fellas, this is what you do. Get you a rose with some baby breath on it. Okay. You say, what's the baby breath? The florist know. Yeah, that's right. Just just say, I need some baby's breath, and they'll, they'll, they'll get it for you. Uh-huh. They will get that together i honestly have forgotten that you know last minute things are going together so we hope that you guys uh handle business and you're not going to be in the doghouse tomorrow you know what this happens a lot of people break up on valentine's day on purpose i swear to god just be, just ahead of it to they make say, sure you don't have to spend that money this is what the guys say it's not you it's, it's really me <laughs> See, we're just growing apart yes it's, it's not you See, it's, it's me. me personally, if if I don't think I ever had to do this, but I, I'm i of the camp that, like, if you're going to break up with somebody, do it before, like, Christmas. So then you avoid the holidays, mm-hmm. the New Year, mm-hmm. and then Valentine's. That's real diabolical of you. I mean, but it's all, but it's also just, like, the most romantic time of the year. So, like, if you don't want to lead them on. Yeah, exactly. All, That's where I'm at. Okay. Be That's, truthful. I'm just right. saying. If, I'm good hearted. I don't want to lead the no. That's crazy spin that you just did, right? I'm good hearted, except I don't want to spend money. So if I if I plan to break up, November, I don't have to. Yeah, see, I see what you're doing there. That's wild. But then uh, she tricks you. <laughs> she says, "Stick around." <laughs> uh, some news that happened to, Give me today. One more the Commanders are hiring another Cowboys assistant. This time it's Sharif Floyd. Okay, he, he was a, he was just a rental. He was only here one year. Yeah, he was a you know a assistant defensive line coach. Mm-hmm. So he will have the similar role in um, in Washington. Um, Dan Quinn. He, he helped, and obviously, of course, yeah, he follows Dan Quinn there. Not not a super important necessarily. Notice role, he I didn't think. follow Dirty up there to Seattle. Yeah, he that that's interesting. You would have imagined maybe that that could happen, but it seems like he probably is more of a Quinn guy. Exactly. Um, but yeah, uh, so that's another position that um, Mike Zimmer is probably going to need to fill mm-hmm. with probably someone that he has a lot of comfortability with, and we'll get more in, information and insight into that tomorrow when he has his introductory press conference, and you'll be able to hear that right here on 105 to the Fan, 2 p.m. So just at the start of the G-Bag Nation, you'll hear from Mike Zimmer and the Cowboys on, you know, what, how excited he is for the job, I imagine. Maybe some of the mentalities and thought process going into it. And whatever other questions that pop up uh, over the course of the press conference that, again, you can hear right here on 105 Through the Fan Live, your home of the Dallas Cowboys, giving you the live first here, first uh, reintroduction, I guess, or first exactly. hearing of the reintroduction of Mike Zimmer as defensive coordinator for your Cowboys. Somebody's going to ask him, so how well do you know Mike? I know you coached against him for years when he was with the Green Bay Packers. How well do you know him? That's right. That's right. You uh, have a knife in your pocket to stab him in the back. Look, there's a lot of people that are asking the question: Could he? Could 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 that? If if the if the year didn't go well for Mike, is is it possible? Does here's, him? A, here's his correct answer. How well do you know Mike McCarthy? Uh, not as well as I know Jerry and Steven. <laughs> Which would be true, but also at the uh, same time, uh, <laughs> you know. Fact. Bats. It's the get right right here on 105 through the fan. Thanks for hanging out with us this evening. It'll be myself. I believe Blake is in tomorrow. Or I'll be you? in with you tomorrow. Fantastic. No, no, I'm not. No, no, it's Blake. Because okay, cool. Mavericks are playing tomorrow night. That's right. You Spurs. Do. Mavs Spurs tomorrow. Thursday. So, yeah, we'll, we'll have fun. But regardless, 7 p.m. 
We'll be back uh, tomorrow. But, of course, you want to turn it on, leave it on. Like we mentioned, Mike Zimmer at 2. Sean and RJ, KC Masterpiece, and we'll be back. Uh, G-Bag Nation will be back soon enough. But until then, y'all be easy. Peace. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.